fucking Chris Pratt as Mario. Doesn't that just fucking <laughs> grind your gears? It's like, it doesn't. It doesn't upset me, but it's just, it's. Not, I still feel like that sequence of just that entire like two minutes or whatever it was is maybe the funniest thing that's ever happened in any direct ever. Yeah. It just got funnier as it went on. It just. It's like they were doing it on purpose. I don't know. <laughs> like people on it Twitter. Really when Seth Rogen appeared. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I said to Alex like I've watched a bunch of other people react to it and they react the exact same way, which is they laugh a bit at Chris Pratt. And then the moment Jack Black comes on, or no, Charlie Day, sorry, they just break down. Yeah. And then it's just worse every time someone else appears. I've seen on Twitter there's been an uptick of mental health issues since that fucking direct. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hello and welcome to Play Talk Repeat episode four. As always, I'm Oliver and I'm joined by Alex and the faceless enigma that is Lewis. Hello. As you'll notice, Niall isn't with us this week because he's currently moving house, but we're going to throw in a short video of him later on. If it records it. If it records it. Yeah, he, he, he says he's got a yeah. message for us. but he might just we'll, forget. Yeah, we'll see. I'll keep badgering him for it. We've reached the end of the month, which means it's video game book club time. Our game this month is Hades. So we're going to get right back into it. But I'm going to do a bit of background on the game first. So it was released September 17th, 2020. It was originally for PC and Switch. It is a dungeon-crawling action roguelike developed and published by Supergiant Games. Supergiant's previous games were like Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre. I think I remember Bastion in particular getting good reviews. So like Super Yeah, Giant Bastion. Got, got quite a bit yeah. of a pedigree behind them. Mm. Uh, Hades was nominated for the Game of the Year, the like, official like, Game of the Year awards, but it, it unfortunately missed out to Last of Us Part 2, but I'm sure it got its own like Game of the Years from various publications, things like that. It was very critically acclaimed, is basically what I'm saying, and it sat right now, or at the time of me making notes, at 93 on Metacritic. It was released on current-gen consoles as well as PS4 and Xbox One on August 13th this year. I've been playing it on a Series X through Game Pass. What has everyone else been playing it on? Uh, I've, been playing it, I've been playing it on PC. Epic Store, uh, I, like, specifically, oh. but, yeah. Uh, I played it on Xbox One X on the Game Pass. Yeah, let's assume it all run perfectly fine on those, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah it's fine. Yeah. So, you, I mean, Lewis, you played this. Uh, you, uh, did you get this when, this when it released? Originally? Um, so, the original release, like, the beta release or whatever it was, was in, like, I want to say early 2019, maybe. Uh, and I wasn't really aware of the game then. I got it, I believe, in February or March of 2020. Um, and I got it on a whim because it was... Because um, Epic do some deals uh, a couple times a year uh, where you actually get, like, £10 off anything that's, like, £15 or more. Uh, and I actually ended up picking the game up for, like, £6, I think. Um, steal. Literally, well, yeah, I, I didn't realise at the time it was a steal, but... Um, I ended up picking it up on a whim, uh, and I played it, and it, it caught my attention um, in my first run through it. I was like, there's definitely something about this, but then I sort of just didn't play it for like a couple months, and then when I decided to go back to it is when uh, I realized how great of a game it was. Yeah. So let's do let's do opening statements. We want to know, you know, your general thoughts about the game, uh, what you gave it on, how long to beat if you put it on there, like you you'd score out of 10. Uh, Alex, do you want to go first? Uh, I didn't put it on how long to be because I only did the one run, so I didn't get any credits for uh, it. Uh, but uh, disagree. But True if I was to if I was to put it on how long to be, it would probably be like either a seven or an eight. Just, yeah. 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 Uh, Lewis. Um. I well, it's different for me because I have actually beaten the game. Yeah. Um. 
I, I it's not how long to beat actually, but I would definitely give it an eight uh, or a nine, uh, depending honestly on how I'm feeling on the day I put it on. Um, I don't really have too many complaints about the game. I don't want to say it's perfect, but it's very difficult to rate it anything lower than an eight uh, for me personally. I gave it a nine. I gave it a nine. Like my my general thoughts on it are, it's exactly what a rogue like should be. Mm. It's uh, I, I can only compare it. I haven't played that many to be honest with you. I did, but this has made me want to play more. Um, I haven't played that many, uh, but the ones that like stick out in mind are like Binding of Isaac, which we, which is great. But obviously, it's a bit dated now because like it's one of the first like roguelikes and and Returnal, and this is the absolute polar opposite to Returnal in what in, in like the the ro- the way its roguelike features work. Like Hades, you you are rewarded for doing runs. You you're given your know, constant upgrades and things like that to keep you wanting to go back and do more. It feels less like absolutely just. Banging you right into a brick wall. I gave it nine out of ten. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I, I, I can I, I can I stand by it. that honestly. Yeah. Like I said, eight or nine for me just depending on the day, but it is fantastic experience. Yeah, it's been it's, unfortunately I haven't had as much time to play it as we usually would with like video game book club mm. games. Um, it's been quite a busy month. Both me and Alex have uh, have been on holidays, separate holidays, but we've been, we've been on holidays around, <laughs> around, the, around the same time to so the same part of the world as well. Both to the Canary yeah. Islands. It was very strange. It's weird. Are, you sure, yeah. are you sure you didn't go together? <laughs> <laughs> well, one, one, see, he, yeah. he went to Fuerteventura and I very nearly changed my holiday to Fuerteventura. So it's very, it's very likely we could have bumped into each other at some point, but no, I stuck <laughs> It would have been mad. It would have been a bit strange, <laughs> and then obviously now has been moving house as well. So like, just this is, it's been been a very busy month. But so we, I also yeah. got one run of the way through it. Sorry, I dropped something. There. I got, I got, I managed one successful run. I played a bit today and got, I got to Hades again, where he just absolutely trounced me because of the weapon. Because <laughs> of the, funnily enough, the weapon that I was using, I wasn't very good with it. But so that's that's basically my first question. What weapon would you say is your favorite? What uh, what would you tend to go with on a run if you wanted to win? Not if you know, you're looking for resources. If you wanted to beat Hades, uh, I'll go first, I guess, really quick because yeah, I have very, very strong opinions on a certain weapon. Um, the best weapon to me, uh, and I to me like a if you want a guaranteed well not guaranteed but if you want the best odds, the weapon you're going to want to use is the spear, um, which is like the second weapon you unlock or the third one. Um, I think uh, it's straight after the sword. One. I think it's straight after the sword, yeah. It's um, either that or the bow. No, no, it's the bow the second. Bow second. Yeah, bow, bow second. Oh, wait, the spear might be fourth then after the shield. Yeah, I think it's shield yeah, after the yeah, bow, yeah. Yeah, bow. No, no, shield. no, it's spear and then uh, shield. Oh, really? Well, yeah. regardless, yeah, if you want a guaranteed win, or at least like the best odds, the, the spear is definitely the way to go. The maneuverability with the spear and how quick the attacks are. Um, and I noticed in this game a really good way to help you progress is to like build up your attack speed if you can end up getting buffs that increase your attack speed or just let you hit faster um it really helps you out in a lot of situations especially when you get to the later floors when there's a lot more projectiles and stuff coming at you um being able to just mash the button or hold the button um definitely helps out and there aren't really too many negatives to the spear honestly the uh special ability the hold down ability is a bit trash it's not great it's the one where it spins around if you hold it in um but the main ability yeah it's just really fast really quick and does high damage and there's you give gives you range as well um which a lot of other weapons don't really do um so that's another big factor as to why i think it's probably the best weapon in the game and it's my go-to anyway if i want to try and win yeah well i say yeah i i I feel quite similar because um my favorite is the shield but i I, Mm. I like the whole point of the spear i guess is it's short range and long range 
which yes. is what I was yeah, looking yeah. for. I, I prefer short range, but having that long range option really helped with the shield because obviously you, you have to be able to real close to him to get him to like to, to, to hit him with his short range, but with the long range, he just bounces around. It's great. Yeah. I, I loved it. And uh, I think once I've played with the shield, I found it really hard to go to other weapons. And get, like Unless you're going, going and looking for resources, picking up keys, stuff like that. I, if I'm going to, if I'm going for Hades, going for the final boss, then I will always pick up the shield. Right, you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I used the shield at the start. That was like my main thing, and then I unlocked the the gauntlets or the fists. Hmm. The day with my go-to weapon, I I like going up close, doing the uppercut, like punching, like cause it, it's it's got like a three-hit combo type thing when you press like the X X button, and then you do like an uppercut, uppercut when you press Y. That that was like my favorite thing to do with it. I think I was that like that's just my play style. I think fists might be my least favorite. Really? Yeah, I really, I, I just I just couldn't get to grips with them at all. Like because it's there just wasn't any kind of like there wasn't an area of even with a sword that the the you know the why the um mm. the, the special it's an area of effects. You know what I mean it attacks everything with an area of the fist. It just you felt very like focused on one thing. Like, well, the, there was an upgrade for the fists where if you did the why. Uh, then you could uh, do like a, a slam on the ground, so it would like affect like a wide area. Ah, see. So I, I always I, tried to get that. I think the fists are some of the hardest. I don't know if they're the worst. I think they're definitely some of the hardest though, because it relies on you comboing stuff together well, and if you don't make use of that, they just become a lot less worse in general than other weapons, because you do need to focus on the combo aspect of it. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you can use it and make use of it, I think they're very very fun. Uh, and you can do a, like a ton of damage with it, but it really depends how you plan on playing it, and if you want to commit to actually learning the specific combos for it. Mm. Yeah, that's one thing the game does really well, though. Like all the different weapons, you, you can, it suits any kind of playstyle, really. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I mean, I, I I never use, I actually never got around to using it, but there's a you unlock a gun, right? It's like the last one you yes. unlock. Yeah. So that yeah, is, yeah. Oh, that is that what the last weapon is? I never yeah, unlocked yeah. it. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, it's like a big machine gun, from what I can tell. All right. Okay. Yeah. My, my least favorite weapon was, I mean, it was um, the other only long range one, which was the bow and arrow. I yes. hate. I didn't like the bow and arrow. Yeah, I it's hate so the bow slow. as well. It's so slow. And it's just... I, I never played enough with it to maybe upgrade it to for it to get better abilities. I really don't know, but yeah, as you were just saying, then Oliver, it's it's just very slow. <laughs> very just... slow and difficult to do anything. Yeah, and it's like the even though the special on that where it fires multiple arrows out, it does it's doing so little damage. Mm -hmm. so I, I was never. I think I've used it maybe twice, and I've, I've, I'd never pick it up again. Like, I'm going to continue playing Hades, but I'm never going to play the bow again. Never. Yeah, I believe between the gun and the bow, I think the bow is like the more used one. I think it's more powerful, but I don't know. I just can't get behind it. Like I said, maybe it gets better when you upgrade it, but as it stands, just like getting through from the first floor with the bow, it would be a struggle for me. Yeah, it's just it's just too much charge up, too much, too slow, too much build up. I just can't do it. Yeah, I might do it so just to get the you know, the initial rewards. So for each uh, weapon that you oh, yeah. use, you get yeah, yeah. the like the rewards from each boss is a better. Like there's a each boss has a main reward, and once you get it once, it then goes down down to a lesser reward. But it starts again with each weapon, mm. so you can get each mm -hmm. reward like six times. I'm sure there's other ways to get them as well. I think you can buy them as well. Um, so uh, gods. Gods, if 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 you got you're going for a room and you have got two choices at the end. To, as to which room you go into next, what god would you have to see to go into that room? Like, which one would you like? Is there a god that you that you see that you think, right? I'm going into that room to get that reward. 
I mean, I'm terrified of this because I'm going to butcher all the names of everyone. <laughs> I'm trying to think but, of the name, the one that I like. I know that, I think you like a, a similar one to me, Alex. So I like, oh, I, don't, I don't even want to say this, Demi, Demeter? Dem Demeter? The Snow Woman? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she's fantastic. She she, is she was like, really good. Yeah, by far to me, one of the one of the best uh, upgrades you can get in the game. The freeze ability is just so helpful. <laughs> mm. um, it sorts out and helps with so many situations. Um, another pick for me was Ares, but I don't know if that's just because I just kind of liked Ares, <laughs> to be honest with you. I just thought it was quite cool. I like how it's just basically all aggressive and all about just attacking. Um, and I don't know, something about that just vibes. It's just, it, it's just damage upgrades, yeah. but it just makes you stronger. So um, is, why wouldn't you want to pick Ares? Yeah, yeah. and my other favorite um, would be Hermes. And pretty much if I ever saw Hermes for any reason, take it. Because upping your mobility in that game is like key to, for, to me anyway to winning. Um, so going to Hermes and whether it's getting a, an attack uh, buff, attack speed upgrade or just a general movement speed upgrade is like 100% worth it every time. Yeah, Ares, mm. uh, Hermes was my least favorite. Like I'd, really? I'd, I'd, I'd never go for Hermes because I play it like a tank. Like I, I'll, right. I, I, movement isn't all that important to me. Uh, I just want to do as much damage as possible in as little time as possible. So mine was uh, Dionysus, I believe you pronounce it. Um, so I go for any of his abilities that um, causes hangover. Hangover, yes. Yeah, yeah hangover that, that was a good one. Yeah, mm. I, mean, I think I saw in your successful run, you had hangover on uh, your dash, I believe, Alex, right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, the, the run that I, I won was not like the gods that I liked, yeah. which was annoying. <laughs> like, um, I, did, I did like uh, Dionysus, like some of the hangover abilities, but the one that I liked... I think it's is it Artemis the the green arrow one? Yes, yeah. the archer. The that, archer. I I really liked uh, that ability, especially the uh, the ultimate ability where it literally just fired loads of arrows at, at the end. Like that would like yes. kill the snake boss instantly. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, like the last like third of the health bar instantly just kill the snake and just it'd just be a thing. Yeah, out of, all, out of all the supers I used from all the gods, I always found Ar Artemis's uh, ability to be the strongest one. It just felt yeah. like it just like melted the boss's health bar like instantly, and no one else really yeah. did that. It seemed. Ares yeah, is there was shit. Ares is hero. Ability. Yeah, it's where you awful. just turn it, you pretty much turned into a Beyblade. Oh yeah, the Beyblade, yeah, yeah and you spin around. Right, it just does, yeah. it just it does no damage at all. It's just rubbish. Yeah. I think it's just more for mob clear, I guess, like for the smaller enemies. That's why I imagine you'd probably use it the most because yeah. on those third floors. It can get quite hectic with just everything being shot at you. Yeah, but even then, yeah. if you've got like a yellow, if you if you've got a yellow enemy like this, an, an elite with an extra health bar, and you use it on just that, it still won't die. <laughs> or at least, no, yeah. at least in my experience, you need a load of red enemies to get it. Like basically skulls. If you got like, a room full of skulls, yeah, yeah. you're laughing. But on bosses yeah. as well, it was like I, I really I did this in my last run just before the podcast, and I really hate myself for it because I, I, <laughs> I was using it against Hades and it wasn't doing any damage at all. <laughs> that was rubbish. Um, 
Have you got another one, Oliver? Or is there... no, so, yeah, so die, like I say, Dionysus for hangover, because I, li- I like yeah. my area of effect things, and I like the fact that you can just dash about or use your special multiple times. It stacks up to three times, and it does keep, does keep damaging them, because there's certain enemies that I just don't like being there, like the rats or anything like that. So I'll dam- I'll do- yeah. Those rats were so yeah, annoying. Yeah, I, I, yeah, probably my least favourite enemy yeah. in the game. So, I'll, so I'll, da- I'll dash through them, but then, on my, again, on my last one, just before the podcast, it was a really good build, because they had uh, Dionysus's hangover on my special, and then I had um, uh, Ares is um, it creates like a spinning blade where you dash. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot, basically like the Beyblade, but, but instead of it like being you, it's, it's you leave it where you dash. So if you dash loads of times and then use your special hangover Beyblade, you don't even have to hit them. Oh, especially when you got the dash upgrade as well, where you can dash multiple times. You're leaving so many more behind as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly, and that's great for mob clearance as well. It was, it was a good build. If it wasn't for that for Ares special, I think I would have beat Hades again. Mm. Well, I didn't even get past his first his health bar, and he had two death defiances. It was terrible. yeah. I, th- I thought you were talking about the ability with the I can't remember what they're called. The red gems that you throw basically are, you're just throwing ability where you have three of them or two yeah. of them, uh, and that there's one um, like that as well with, for with, um, um, Ares where it turned into a, a spinny, just basically death cyclone when you throw them. Yeah, I always found those mm. quite useful. I think I'm that. My, my what was everyone's? What was everyone's favorite like cast that you could get? Um, I think I think it might have been Ares's because I think that, like I said, I used that on my successful run. It was mm. like it's been, I also liked um, I can't remember his name. Um, the the Water God is not Poseidon. Poseidon, thank you. I was, I was thinking Neptune, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was Poseidon. I like I liked his as well because it was like fires waterfall and it knocks everyone back, which is really yeah. Kind of I, really I had that in my uh, successful run. Yeah, it was so helpful. Just knocks everything back. You just give you a bit of, a bit uh, of for me, I don't know. I found a lot of them to be good. Like um, the electric shot one um, is really good mm. um, because obviously just electric damage that like connects to like whatever enemies are around it are like super helpful. Um, the I don't know whose it was. Was it Dionysus? There's where you throw the bomb. Where you throw the bomb. Much. Yeah, and it does that like a big AOE. That was a really good one. Um, that again would help like good mob clear and even if you wanted to you, with bosses you could just sort of sit back and just, just launch them yeah I um, especially did that in the third boss when I was when <laughs> if I was like running low on health I'd just lob it towards the bosses yeah. and I'd just be like right take care of it Um, you definitely could do a lot with that Um, I'm trying to think if of the other ones I'm probably the blade rift one which I think was Ares I think where yeah, it's just, where it's just a spinning, yeah, it's just a big spinning circle, yeah, and you just throw three of those out, and then just go do whatever else you're doing. Yeah, um, and then I liked, um, I liked Artemis's one as well when it was combined with something else, because if there was a upgrade that you could get where if you either hit an enemy or hit it with your cast, then more arrows would come out. So if you just fire your cast at it, oh, like yeah. you'll just get attacked by arrow. Yeah, I don't think so. Then you just so it combined with the fists as well. So I fired the cast towards it went towards the enemy, started attacking it, it would just get pummeled by arrows. Interesting. I don't know if I ever actually used that. It's like yeah, yeah, it's fun. I like I, I liked the Beyblade, but it's the thing is you get an ability from the mirror. Um where if you if your cast is stuck in something then you'll do more damage to it. Do more damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but the Ares thing you, do, you you can't get it stuck in anything. 
Yeah, exactly. So then it's just yeah. So I guess I guess you just, I guess you just avoid that. I guess you just avoid that on the, those sort of builds. Huh? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because you don't have to use that ability from the mirror. You can always switch to the alternate ability and use that instead. So, so I've said my least favorite god is Hermes. Has anyone got any gods that they actively avoid? Oh, I also want to give some credit as well to good gods. Uh, is uh, that you take for items? Uh, chaos. I always you always go chaos if you ever got the chaos gates. Uh, yeah, I I, I I did that a few times. You should always do that because the buffs that you get from it are amazing. It can be quite difficult because obviously it can nerf you for about five rooms and give you like a massive debuff. But once you clear it though, the buffs are always a hundred percent worth it all the time. I think I got one where it was like it, you collected no money for four rooms, but you gain like forty six percent extra yeah, attack. Yeah, exactly. Just like, yeah. I just won't get any money then. Yeah, hundred percent worth it. Yeah, every single time. I just, I never I, liked I, taking the, the hit to my health. Never liked taking the hit. I, well, I, it was only like 20 health, though. It was only 20 you health. You could always or... gain it back pretty fast if you just didn't get hit. Or, what are they, oh, what are they called? What are the items called that you get from the, the like, treasury thing? They're not... The boons. Is it boons? Is that what they were? Is that what they are? The, yeah, I think, yeah, the, the, the boons, boons are right? what, God, what gods give you. Okay, that's not, yeah, the boons are the circles there. Uh, what are they called? You find them next to the weapons in the room before you go on a run. Oh, uh, keepsakes. keepsakes. Yes. There's a ah. keepsake for chaos that lets you just basically not take any damage whenever you go into his, his gaze. Yeah. So oh, leads... really? Yeah. Ah. So, so that leads into a next question then. So what keepsakes did you did you use? Like, what was your main keepsake? Uh, go on, Alex, because I need to have a quick search because I can't remember what it was called. Give me a uh, I used, I normally used either two or three on my runs, so I'd either start with extra health or extra money, and then sort of like after like the third, it was either like the third or second boss, I'd get the extra uh, life just in case. Does keepsake for that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I must have missed that. <laughs> Do you remember you got it off? I think it might have been the skeleton. The skeleton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I use because like my like, you probably guess my guild my builds were just health, health, health as much health as I could possibly get. So I health. used um, the the spike collar from Cerberus, which gives you a yeah. upgrade. I think it gives you like an, I can't remember like extra. It's extra fifty health. Fifty health from like that. So I'd, I'd prefer to have as much health as possible. Lewis, have you mm. found what you're looking for? Um, yeah. Well, one of them was what Alex said was the one from Skelly. Yeah. Uh, the lucky tooth it's called um which as alex said yeah it just restores i think when you max it out it restores 100, uh, 100 of your health. health um when it's depleted once per run um so it's pretty much just an extra life yeah um i use the pierced butterfly which you got from thanatos um which again when that's maxed out you get two percent extra damage every encounter that you clear without taking damage so that first entire floor, which is pretty easy for the most part, you can do all those rooms without taking damage. You can get like an easy like twenty percent, thirty percent damage buff by the time you're on the second floor. Um, so that one was always like a go-to that I'd always use all the time. Um, there was one more as well, but I can't remember. I'll find it right now. Um, oh, it was the one where um, the next. It was, I can't remember which god it was for, but it was for the next boon you find from, like, this specific god, like, has a 40% chance to be rare or better or something, um, because I'd use that god a lot, so, um, I'd always use a boon that would, like, give me an advantage of getting better stuff, so it was, like, mainly between those three that I'd switch to, but the Thanatos one was the one I'd use most of the time, like, 90% mm. of the time. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so... 
sort of enemies. I, I can't remember any of the names of the enemies, but were there were there any enemies that you walked into a room and you saw them, you thought, for fuck's sake, you know what I mean, that you really didn't like coming up? Uh, I, I could start with this one. Uh, no, you know the little uh, the little carts that would explode yeah, anytime you got near like them. Yeah. Yes, they were the worst. Because I used the fists. I was always up close, so they'd always blow up on me. So I'd have to either use my cast or just take the damage. Yeah. No, um, yeah. Ares' Beyblades are good for that. Because you can just leave them behind yeah. and they'll follow you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, anything on the third floor for me that when it died, spawned in, you had to let it spawn in an extra, uh, basically, life that you had to kill before the enemy would die. Yeah. Um, oh, like his ghost. Yeah, it was the yeah, worst. Yeah. I absolutely despise that because there was countless times where I just didn't realize that I didn't kill the ghost, so it would come back and then... And then you're oh, running around. Yeah. And like, Where, where's the final enemy? I've killed them all. And yeah, all and then, then it's they just, just this ghost. Yeah. Mine was... Uh, I did actually look up the name of this one. It's the Doomstone. So it only ever appears in rooms with a skull on it. So in the, the hard ones. Mm. Um, it's like... A, so you know the little stones that shoot out lasers? Oh yes, big version. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, it's, const- it's constantly spawning more of them, and the lasers bounce off e- each other. And there's no point in killing the little ones. There's no point because it just keeps spawning more. So you just got to yeah. tank the big one and take it, it just take the damage because there's no way to avoid damage in that room. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I ever beat that enemy without taking damage in that room. It just wasn't possible. Like you said, I'd just run it and tank it and just try and kill it without losing as much health and just like just hope for the best you just go you just go for speed then don't you just go yeah, and literally. kill it as fast as possible yeah there's nothing else you can do no um there's the oh, i can't remember what it is i wish i knew the names of these again it's on like the third floor there's these i can't remember what they are even they like shoot pink projectiles that come at you really slowly and oh, if you don't... they're like little like pink butterfly type thing. Yeah, yeah, the butterfly. Like, they're like yeah, a yeah. pink, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, like circle. Yeah, that yeah. Was my least they were enemy. annoying. They were the worst because they did a shit ton of damage, and if you didn't have any sort of speed upgrades or attack speed upgrades, it was like impossible to clear the room yeah. with them in. Um, mm. They were horrible. Absolutely despised them. <laughs> I also did not like the butterflies. I did not like them at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. But so so this um we'll we'll get into the story shortly. Lewis, I hope you're prepared to give a give a story overview. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's um four boss encounters that can um like change slightly, but there's four boss encounters. What who what was your which was your favorite encounter? Um, for me, it's always gonna be um the first encounter. Honestly. I really like the exchange between Hades and the Free Sisters. Uh, not Hades, between Zagreus and the Free Sisters. Um, I always found that really entertaining, and I also like the switch up between all three of them. They all play incredibly differently. They do. Um, mm. And if and if you're not used to it, um, it can become very very difficult to actually fight them if you're not remembering it. Um, the snake was fine. Again, I, I don't think it varies enough personally. Um, no. It's always the versions. same fight. There are different versions Very of it, much. yeah, but like its attack pattern changes slightly, but it's not enough to care. Um, yeah. And the bull and the um, the bull and the the dude, what's he called? Asterius I... and Theseus. Yeah. Uh, uh, once you get the hang of them, they're not too bad. But those first couple times, man, they were uh, they were tough. <laughs> they weren't the easiest uh, bosses to fight. In my last run, I had to fight that Minotaur twice. 
Yeah, sometimes yeah. you can find him, and then you do damage to him, and then he has less health yeah, in that the helps actual you. fight. Yeah. So really, you want to find him before the fight, just so the fight at the end's actually easier? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, he, so I, I took, like, a, I think he had maybe a quarter of his health left when he when he left the room, but then when yeah. I walked into the room, he had well, yeah, that, more than that. That's the same thing, yeah, is you do, you do that massive fight, and you get him down to nothing, mm. and then, as you said, yeah, he doesn't even take down, like, a third of his health. It's like, yeah. it's almost nothing. But it helped. Every it's something. Helps. Yeah, it's nice. My favorite as well was the first one, specifically Meg though. I just like Meg as a character. I thought she was great. Yeah, same, 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 same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the uh, the sister, the I can't remember what, what 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 does she repeat over and over again? Is that murderer? Or uh, like murder, that. Yeah. Um, murder, yeah, murder, yeah, murder over and over again. She was she was exactly. like she was the easiest by far. And Zagreus is yeah, she she every, was the easiest. Every time she'd say murder, he's like, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a murderer, please. Um... No, yeah, they were great. All the sisters were really good. Yeah, I like the uh, the comment that Zagreus does every time you're about to go into the boss fight because he guesses which sister is going to be. Yeah, he does. If yeah, anyone yeah. else picks up on that, but I, I always thought that was funny. Is yours the same? Then Alex is yours the sister. Um, well? honestly, I I think the the bull and the uh, what's he called? Uh, Theseus. Wait, Theseus, the, Theseus and Asterius. Theseus yeah. is the guy, I believe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I thought they were my favorite because I like. It's the fact how you have to like pretty much kill the bull first and then kill the other guy. It's like two different bosses at once, which I always thought it's challenging because you can easily lose a life on there when you if you've got all three lives left, then it's just mm. like oh fuck's sake, lost a life like right before Hades. But it's, it was a, it was a fun fight. His variation might be the scariest as well because Theseus can get a random buff from any god, and you don't know yeah. what it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so you always, can never it's really always for it. halfway down his health bar as well. If you kill it, yeah, if yeah. you kill Theseus first, does he get that? Does he get like halfway yes. down his health bar? Oh yeah, no. If you, you will like, you will ruin yourself if you try and kill Theseus first because yeah. you'll have to deal with the bull, which is quite hard anyway, and then him with the god power as well. Also, like going all around the room, so you always try and kill the bull first. Oh, I don't know. If got, is he even a bull? <laughs> Should we keep calling him a bull? He's, he's, a, he's a minus he, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Bull's yeah. just easier to say, though. Uh, Theseus, <laughs> yeah. Theseus and the Manitou my least favourite by a damn... Really? Uh, basically because, like, I can get through that game without losing uh, without losing any lives up until I get to that fight, and no matter how hard a fight <laughs> or what abilities I've got, I will lose a life on that fight. And it's, it, and it's not even like, I get the Minotaur down, no problem, because they always hide behind a pillar, so Theseus just can't Theseus. get there. Yeah, so Theseus, I don't know what my, what my issue is, is with him, but he just gets me every single time. I don't know if I'm not being fast enough or something. I mean, I can understand getting hit. Theseus, it's, the thing that would always hit me with Theseus wasn't his, it wasn't, there was never the god power or anything, it's just, I'd always think I'd have the timing down for his charge on his spear, and I'm like, I can definitely dodge this whenever he's about to throw it. But I'd always just end up getting it wrong by, like, half of a second like, every single time. Maybe it would shoot faster sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> but I'd always just have the timing just, like, just a little bit off, which would cause me to get hit. Um, Everything else wasn't that bad. The bull would be annoying sometimes. But I felt like I'd fought him so many times, especially with the additional go at him on the floor. Um, That I sort of got used to his patterns. But, yeah, Theseus just ended up always being annoying no matter how many times I... I actually fought him. Yeah. What do we think of Hades, by the way? Like the, the the actual like boss fight. To me, it seemed a little bit bullshit because he's con- constantly being fucking shielded by mobs 
So it's like you, you're you're always on mob con- you're always on mob control because you got to get yeah. rid of the crystals, yeah, and yeah. then he's disappearing and all that stuff. It's just I can't. It, it's wait, well, it's bullshit for me because I can't tank it. Like it's impossible to tank. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I agree. The fight is hard. Um, yeah. but he is Hades. <laughs> that's, that's what I guess <laughs> so. It's the final boss as well. God of death. Yeah. <laughs> like he should be a beast, which he is. He's definitely that, a beast. that second phase especially. It's like, really hard. Despite how many times I've played that game, I can still not get like a win streak of like more than one in that game. Like it just doesn't happen. No yeah. matter how good I think I am at it, I, he still just destroys me at the end. Because I can get to Hades quite consistently, pretty much every run. But yeah, same, yeah. beating Hades. That's how I was towards yeah. the end as well. I just, just can't do it. Yeah, I've always I always make sure I've got uh, two hundred coins left over just in case I come across your the, the uh, purple fountains you can buy stuff from just in yeah, case yeah. it gives you an, an extra, extra. extra death defiance always definitely <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll the first time out. first time people played Hades with that fountain did anyone because you know when you beat when you get to the end of the floor there's the fountain where you can buy stuff the fountain where you can sell stuff yeah Mm. The first time I ever played it, I walked up to that fountain where he sells stuff, and I saw a bunch of stuff, and I thought it was buying, and I just sold my entire bill. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Jesus, okay, <laughs> well, that's a bit sad." And then I immediately just died on the next floor. I never did it. I never did it that bad. I never did that bad. I did sell my like the, the most prized ability at the time, though. <laughs> Even I, I knew what the fountain did. I just I must have gone to the wrong area. <laughs> At least it wasn't just me. Well, yeah. kind of, anyway. Yeah, uh, so speaking of um, Purple Fountains and stuff like that, uh, the mirror, the mirror in the room, what what uh, what ability did you go for first? You know, you're, you're, spending, we... you're spending your purple tears, or what, mm. whatever they're called, uh, the mirror in the Hades. The Yeah, yeah. What, the do you mean, what do you mean by first? Because I don't know if I just took a weird approach to it. With what I did, well, you, you, you have to buy on what you, you have to. You, obviously, you've only got so many. So well, many you start diamonds. off with you start off with like three or four before you have to buy some with the keys. Yeah. So all yeah. Well, the way I did it is I just max everything out one by one, starting from the top. So by the time I was unlocking stuff at the bottom with the keys, I'd just max out whatever I unlocked and then. Well, that, that's what that, that's what I did after a bit. Like once I'd like run out of keys and I'd loads of darkness or something like that. But for me. I saw Death Defiance, and I thought, right, that's the one I've got to get first. So I'd save up, I'd save up Darkness to completely do that before I did anything else. Um, if I remember correctly, yeah, I think the first thing I did, because you start off with three, is, is it three or four abilities you can buy? Yeah, um, Shadow Presence. Shadow Presence I maxed out in, um, which is the one where you do damage from behind. Um, and yeah. I think you can up that to like 50% or something. Um and Death Defiance was also the other one that I did straight away, but I feel like that's a go-to for most people because the extra life just helps so much. Mm. It does so much. I, I can't. I can't remember what I did first. I'm pretty sure I just started from the top, and then I was just like, right, let's see, I'd, just whatever I had, I just did. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure I went for Death Defiance though. Death Defiance. Because I, I saw extra life, and I was just like, yeah. I'll get that. Yeah, and I, then after that, I did the the one where you, you get more health every time you enter a room. Like it'll restore some of your health. Yeah, that that's helpful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that, that gets really good later on when you upgrade it more. Yeah, especially when you get it from the purple fountain as well, where you can like up it by ten percent. Yeah. So you go in, getting in, getting like thirty health pretty much every time you go into a room. Mm. Yeah. Well, that was good. Um. So we we got to move on to the story. Um. Lewis, do you want to give us a quick overview? I'll give you a quick overview. Yeah, basically, you've got Zagreus, who is 
uh, Hades' son, as you probably figured out, and basically he decides that he doesn't want to be in the underworld anymore um, because the underworld's just kind of trash and there isn't really much to do, even being the son of Hades. Um, so I don't know how much of this I want to spoil her. So his mother... Should I spoil it? Should I just like say it's, it's been out I'm for only, over I'm a only gonna spoil it up to like it's the It's been first... out for over a year now. I'll yeah. only spoil it to the So basically his adoptive mum, Nix, who you think is his actual mum at the beginning of the game, um, she basically gives him the ability to start escaping the underworld. Um but against Hades um orders, because he, he don't really want his son <laughs> leaving. Uh but yeah, basically Nix gives him the ability to actually start leaving. She's the one who gives him the mirror. Uh, and access to all these abilities. Uh, and when he actually starts escaping, uh, the gods then reach out to him, and you find out he has all these connections with the other gods, um, because obviously they're all related to Hades in some way, which means they're related to Zagreus. Um, so as the story goes on, uh, it just becomes a thing of Zagreus wanting to actually find out what's outside of the underworld and what's going on in the world around him and his connections to all these different people. Um, because especially when he realizes that his uh, Nyx isn't his actual mother, uh, and it's actually a woman called Persephone. Persephone. Um, that encourages him I even remember. more to actually leave, and it obviously makes him hate his father more as well, um, because he doesn't understand the truth and he actually doesn't know what's real and what's fake anymore. Um, so when he does finally escape at the end of your first run, he would he does meet. Persephone. Is it Persephone? Per it's Persephone. Persephone. It's Persephone. Um, which Definitely. is actually his birth mother, um, which is nice, nice and dandy. Everyone loves that. It's nice to see him meet. It's actually a really cool interaction for the first time. Um, but sadly, after that, you then realize, uh, or at least uh, Zagreus realizes, that his body doesn't allow him to stay outside of the underworld um, for longer than like a restricted amount of time. And Hades actually knew this. When he was escaping, he just chose not to tell him because he's a bit of a dick. <laughs> um, so he does escape for the first time and actually meets his mother. Uh, he asks her questions, um, finds out about basically how she met his dad, um, why she left, all that. And then he actually gets sent back to the underworld. And then after that, it becomes basically a repeated affair of him escaping nine more times uh, to then basically learn everything he can about his mother. And then on the final run, uh, something actually changes, which I won't say, but um, they, they they solve an issue that needs to be solved, um, and uh, yeah, it becomes uh, quite happy after that. Mm. Yeah, so it's a happy I'd... ending then. Yeah, it's happy ending. Mm. Nice. Uh, so, um, do we do we, anyone have any favorite characters or anything like that? Favorite characters. Um, yeah. uh, my favorite characters for me will be uh, Thanatos. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because he's an edgelord, but I don't know something about Thanatos. It <laughs> just, just yeah, does it for I me. I like Thanatos as is he well. Death? Um, is he deaf? Yeah, he's yeah, deaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His it's relationship with Zagreus I really like, because it's like, he doesn't like what Zagreus is doing, but at the same time, he doesn't not want to help him because he sees him as like a brother. Yeah. Um, and I like that connection between both of them. There is... Um, Dusa, which I think is great. She's a great comic relief character. Um, she has no clue what's going on. Obviously, she's in love with Zagreus, and Zagreus is just <laughs> Zagreus is just clueless. Not 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 a single idea what's going on. Uh, Orpheus, uh, another fantastic character, especially when you get more into uh, his story as that goes on. Uh, Orpheus, by the way, is the uh, the musician. 
If I remember. Oh, yeah, no? yeah, yeah. The one that's sat next to yep. Hades in the throne room. Yeah, yeah. And right. Hades is like, play oh, some, right. please. <laughs> and Orpheus is like, nah, not today. Um, but yeah, Orpheus is a great character and his spe- uh, relationship with Eurydice. Eurydice? Eurydice? Um, that again, you find out more as the game goes on. Um, super cool connection between those two. I think those are like my favorite set of characters uh, for the most part. And I'll give a shout out to Hypnos as well because he just don't know what's going on. Hypnos is Nyx's son, I think. But Hypnos, yeah, he just he never knows what's going on. Whenever you speak to him, he's he's all happy and all cheery, but he's just he, he's just a bit stupid. He don't he don't know what's going on in the world. But those are like sort of my favorite like couple like four characters. I'd say those those are like the ones that stand out to me. Yeah, mm. Alex. How about you guys? Don't expect any. Uh, I I do like Thanatos. Like pretty much same reason as Lewis. Uh, Meg was cool. Uh, there's also there's like that little green blob that she sometimes speaks to as well. Yeah, that always just the, made me the, yeah. The little that always just head. made me laugh because just scared of uh, Zagreus. Yeah, I just like. Uh, yeah, I think I just like Meg. Like, I, I don't think I've got any mm-hmm. like specific characters that that will stand stand out for, for me at least. For for, the, for me, that like this isn't my kind of story kind of game. Like, mm. um, no, yeah, I I agree with you. Yeah, that. it's not it's it's not something I'm gonna. I know Lewis, you love it. It's but it's not mm. something that I'm gonna like. I'm not gonna like relate to a lot or not not gonna um like get close with or anything like that it's uh but i, I do like meg and it, uh, I, one thing i did like is like because meg is a standout in this is the voice acting in this game i was gonna say it's i don't know if it's great. just meg's voice actor that makes me like the character so yeah. much but it might be about it is really good i think it's just the voice actress she does a great job yeah no she really I, does I, I don't know something about a voice just sounds really good i don't yeah. know yeah she just she just she sounds bored and pissed off but also just like just apathetic yeah 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 like during during a run as well, you know, like when the gods would speak to you, would you actually listen to that, Lewis, or would you just skip through it? I listen to it every time because it was different every time. The the dialogue doesn't repeat. I read it. I I, I, to it. I I I got I got sick of it after like the first time because I'm just like I just want to carry on with my run. Mm. I just didn't like I did. It was literally a massive paragraph about that big. <laughs> I'm just like right. I, let me get back into the action. Yeah, but this is a unique case. This game specifically is a very unique case for me because I don't. I've explained this to Alex before. I don't really games where like I don't know, like I don't know, Fallout and like Skyrim and or just like I don't know. I'm trying to think of other stuff, but stuff where oh, is it time to shit on Bethesda games? Let's shit on oh, Bethesda no, no. games. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just the first thing. Like Control as well. It's the same thing. When you have to go out of your way to actually like find notebooks, data books, uh, whatever, and read them and basically formulate the story yourself through like other people's writings and all that i just can't get into it i don't care enough i want to play the game um i'm I'm not going out of my way to read all this stuff especially when you pick up a notepad or whatever it is and it's literally three pages long it's like no i'm not doing it but hades was one of the first games in a while that i played where for some reason the law just sort of it captured me instantly and i don't know why uh, I think it is just because the voice acting and stuff is just so well done for all the characters yeah. and the writing is really good um, that I could just sit there and listen to them talk about anything because I wouldn't really read what was going on, but I'd listen. Um, like, any time a character was about to talk, I'd just let them do the thing and just listen to them talk, like an audio book or something. Uh, I'd just, like, chill out. Um, and it's one of the first times 
in a while that a game has like actually managed to make me like super invested into the lore and care about all these different characters um especially with how many characters there are in um hades but like i can remember them all in my head like visually what they look like and like generally what they talk about and uh, the sort of characters that they are and i don't know I've, a lot of games just don't do that for me because I, I just don't i just can't get into it I, i've always been like that um i like story in my games but if it's not just like giving it to me <laughs> then i'm probably not going to go out of my way to uh read it but this game I, I after playing i went out my way like reading about the character wikis online and stuff like that and just getting super invested into the um the lore yeah uh, and i think it's just props to how well the game's presented and how well it was built yeah i believe really. I, I believe a lot of people like i have I've those kinds of thoughts about hades so, like the reason that these waves <clears> and stuff exist is obviously testament to that where you can go and look up the characters or just like like i say like i think alex is the same it's just not for me kind of thing yeah so there's, there's, there's i can story. completely understand that yeah. I, I do agree with you though though like with uh, like you say fallout and skyrim where you have to go out and find these notes and stuff that pisses me off to no end yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the exception for me is like the things like bioshock where they've got like voice memos that are usually yes, in your th path yeah that i was about mm. to agree I, and again i feel like it's similar to it's like the voice memos and stuff i can listen to because it doesn't feel like i'm doing an extra chore and having to do it myself like i can just listen as like a passerby or just in the background and just let it go and i can enjoy it. i could absorb that a lot more uh i'm not playing a game to read a book really yeah. like I'm, I'm playing to play a game and i feel like audio uh, logs and stuff like add to the atmosphere i feel like reading doesn't well, the, really the, the, yeah the, it helps as well yeah. oh go on no go on now let's go mate uh no, i was just gonna say with like the audio logs and stuff like because you can pick them up and you can carry on exploring that, rather than be, waiting yeah. I knew, like I knew just reading the, the book and then you finish me. reading the book and then you forget what you're gonna be like Wow, which way was I going again? Oh, I was going this way. And then you're just going off in a like, completely different direction. The thing is, taking you out of the, like, the atmosphere to yeah. read a book. And this is the issue with Hades, because it mm. stops you. It, 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 I, when you pick up the ability, it stops you so you can listen to this, rather than just, just playing in the background, it stops you. And that's my issue. I, I would have preferred that. I would have actually listened to it then. Yeah. Like, so like, if, it, if it let me... if Say like fucking Poseidon started talking... Like while I was like selecting his thing, and then as I'm leaving the room, he's still talking, and like oh, yeah. he can still carry on talking while I'm like doing the next room. I thought that might have been better. Or he can even talk as you enter the room, you know, while you're fighting yeah. and stuff, things like that. Yeah, there's definitely quality of life stuff that they could they could hand out that would make it a lot better. But I also yeah. would, I also would say though that the game does a good job with i don't think you really miss out per se if you were to skip the dialogue whenever you pick stuff i don't think it yeah. ruins the experience in any way no it, it enjoy it, the it game definitely doesn't. um which i think is a good thing they obviously thought about that when they designed it um that a lot of people just would want to get back into the game and just not take care about what people were saying um yeah. but yeah i can i can completely understand your two's perspective like i said this is a rare case for me i normally wouldn't be on this side. i'd be on your side usually with stuff mm. like this like genuinely, this is just a very odd case. Yeah. Well, the the main draw of a roguelike is the gameplay, or a good roguelike is the gameplay mm. anyway. The story is just a mm. bonus at the end of the day. Yeah. It, like, the, the fact that you, you you're playing it and you're like, oh, one more run, one run, more run. That's the gameplay doing that. That's not the story. The story is just a bonus. Um, but we are we're going to switch over to we're going to switch over to Nile with this uh, with this note that is definitely sent in. It's, it, it's not forgotten <laughs> about. So I'm going to play. I'm going to play that now. Right, okay, so, the reason, I don't know what they've told you, the reason I'm not there 
on the pod is because I moved into to a new house and they promised internet by the time that uh, by the time I move in. But they lied to me and it's not gonna be there till Wednesday and that's when the pod goes out, so they recorded it today. I think today's Sunday. Um but anyway, so I'm currently driving, I'm currently working my shift as a pizza delivery driver and um, I've got three minutes to get to my destination, three minutes to get to the address where I'm delivering this pizza. So I'm going to, I've already wasted a minute of it uh, doing the preamble, so I'm going to stop. But yeah, Hades. Hades is a good game. Like, there's no denying that. Um, but it's not a game that really ever grabbed me. And it grabbed a lot of people. And initially, I thought it was going to grab me. Um, because it did so many things that I don't like about roguelikes, and I don't like roguelikes. Um, that, let's just start with that. It did a lot of things that I don't usually, that I, I hate about roguelikes, it did it, it, did it work right. Like, uh, the main issue I have with roguelikes, and pretty much Hades as well, um, by the end of it, is that, uh, uh, that's not Crash. I can't go down that street, I don't know what he's trying to tell me. I mean, I could, but I'm, I'm a bit scared of doing that. It looks like a footpath. But yeah, is that there's no like feeling really of forward progression. I mean, there always is because uh, like with almost any roguelike, because you're unlock you're unlocking items, you're unlocking items, you're getting further ahead in levels, and there is progression. It's just not my type of progression. For me, I prefer linear ticking of the boxes style progression, um, where I am constantly. Sort of almost, regardless of skill, getting closer to the end of the game. Um, but with roguelikes, it's just kind of, that's just not the case. It's just sort of like, fail, fail, fail. And just you just got to build up your natural skill level over and over. And I'm a firm believer of games really having to... They need to put much more effort into that sort of like the between times. I think I mentioned it on the first podcast. The between times between turning the game off and turning it back on again. Um, they really. Ah, I think I know what this house is. I have to go on like a fucking ten minute walk. I remember now. No wonder I just sat and I was messing up. Yeah, it's sort of stopping me. It's telling me to stop here. Um, but I'll talk, I'll talk to you for a little sec. Don't tell me, boss. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, uh, Hades, with Hades, and with any roguelike, it's the fact that when I die, there's a little, like, sort of loading screen, and then I spawn back in, and I'm at the beginning of, like, where I started. Sure, some things have changed, I've got new items, the story changed, Hades does, Hades has really got a good job of adding a lot of things which have changed, which welcome you back, but that wasn't enough for me, it's that moment where you've died, and you're back at the beginning, and I just think I don't want to. I don't want to do it again. Same with Isaac, where I die and it shows the. I have to go back to the loading screen, and I, I just don't want to hit start again. It's just that thing, and that's what's the killer for roguelikes. Because while when I'm playing them, when I'm playing Isaac, when I'm playing Hades, I'm having a blast, I'm having a fun time, but it's just getting back to pressing that start button again. It's just not my thing at all. I'm gonna stop the indicator. It's probably annoying you. So that that's the long and short of it. Why I didn't I didn't even complete the ten hours. I got about five hours into the game, and in the, I don't know if they mentioned it on the podcast, but in the, on the back end, we try and complete every game. Um, but the minimum, if you're not enjoying it, is to do ten hours. 
Um, but really, it was, it was kind of... I mean, obviously, it was incredibly busy starting uni up again. My uh, The manufacturing... Uh, print, the print run of my latest board game has started this month. I mean, also, I'm moving house, which is kind of like the biggest time consumer. All of that played a factor, but really, if I wanted to get 10 hours done in the game, I would have done. I, I did play other games. I played Tony Hawk's. Uh, I played Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, it just wasn't for me, and I don't think roguelikes will ever be, unless they sort of change fundamental aspects of the game. But yeah, that's me. Thank you, Niall. That was very eloquent, probably. Uh, it definitely was... happened. <laughs> it was definitely him. It was definitely him <laughs> shitting on the game. Yeah. <laughs> I spoke to him the other day. I spoke to him the other day, and um, he said, "He said, I, he said, I, I, I said, what, what do you think of it?" And he just looked at me and went, "I don't want to be one of those guys who just shits on every game." <laughs> like, so I never got his actual thoughts, and I just got that. Uh, I mean, I'm starting, to, I'm starting to feel like he doesn't enjoy any video game, but yeah. we'll is see. It, is, is a apart game, from Hollow Knight. Man. Hollow Knight. He loves Hollow Knight. Yeah, he yeah, loves Hollow Knight. And Portal 2. Those are his yeah. two games. <laughs> the only games. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so that, that that was Hades anyway. We, we, it, we Obviously, we got our, like, we, there's, there's some negatives we discussed there at the end, but it's a mostly positive experience. Like, it's absolutely yeah. great. I'm really glad, it, we, really glad it was on Game Pass, and I'm really glad we chose to play it for our, our video game book club. Yeah, there, there may be other video game book clubs that we do where there are a lot more negative things to say, but Hades comes quite close to being... I mean, we are, we already had this on Yeah, we already had that this on it. That is true. That is true. But yeah, Hades good. Buy it if you want to buy it. Or Game Pass also has it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to move on. So as we've got time left, we're going to move on to a little bit of news. We're going to discuss the Nintendo Direct that happened. Uh, well, what, what it, when this goes up, it'll be last week. Um, yeah. So we're going to discuss some highlights from that. Uh, first of all, we'll just get into the absolute fucking meat and veg of it. Um, the Mario <laughs> movie cast was announced. <laughs> so like, I, I, I've gone off memory here because I've got the notes open in front of me, but I can't quite find them. So we've got Chris Pratt as Mario. We've got yeah. Charlie Day as Luigi. We've got Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach, which I, I, I support that one completely. Yeah, I think, that, I think that was one that job. I saw where I was like, I couldn't, even, I couldn't laugh at that one. It was no. just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. and then we've got, we've got Jack Black as Bowser. We've got, uh, I, I'm honestly excited for Jack Black as Bowser. I think yeah. he's going to kill it. I can't, still... I, I can't remember uh, Key's full name. Does anyone know it? Keegan-Michael Key. Keegan-Michael Key. Keegan um, he's playing he's Toad, Toad, and we've got... Um, <laughs> And we've got Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Yeah. It still sounds great. What a cast. It just got better and better every single time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's completely rocked the internet. Like Everyone's going crazy about it because it, it just it, the fact that Charles Martinet is doing cameo appearances. It, it pisses me off, honestly. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like it's just disrespectful. There was no reason. I get, to be fair, Mario's never really spoken in any game and obviously Charles Martinet voices Mario but he obviously gives the oohs and the wheeze <laughs> um I don't, I, has Charles Martinet ever like done a Mario speaking like lines uh, so he's done it li- I, I, I can only speak from what I've seen and he's done it live as like a mocap Mario I think it might yeah, have been yeah. in the Nintendo World Store in New York or something like that and he was speaking to people like through a camera and shit like that so hmm. he, can, he can do it it's just I've had a, I've had a lot of I've had a bit of distance from this now it was a few days ago now and <laughs> maybe Charles Martinet would be annoying for an hour and a half. No, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Feel, like, I feel like it would get really great if he kept doing that voice for like, for over an hour. I, I completely get why they didn't. I just feel like Chris Pratt is just an odd choice. 
Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Why Chris Pratt? Like, <laughs> like I don't think he brings anything to the table. The other the other actors that were announced do. Chris Pratt. Oh. Why not an Italian American actor? You know, or a Dutch yeah. Italian actor? Why? Why? why yeah. There's plenty of them. <laughs> so, so why? Why not do that? I mean, I know Joey from Friends. <laughs> Joey from Friends. Joey from Friends. Yeah, exactly. He did a great job. He Matt LeBlanc would do a great Mario. job. Yeah, but, but it's like there's a Disney film come out recently called Luca, and that's got like Italian American yes. actors in. And so, yeah, just, yeah. Why not look into that? Why Chris? It's just it's, it's a cash grab at the end of the day. It's, it's it, a cash grab. Yeah, it's a kids film, and we need to accept that it's a kids film. Because I mean, it's Illumination Studios and everything. They've been they've been known for Minions and Despicable Me and stuff like that. Um, it's a kids' film, but I still don't want it ruined. You know. I'm, I mean, <laughs> me and Miyamoto's reason for it is quite funny. I don't know if you've watched it back since we watched that night, but when he announces Chris Pratt, uh, the guys were translating Miyamoto, uh, and he's like, "We've chosen Chris Pratt son as um, as the voice for Mario. He's so he's cool." He's so cool. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> And I'm like, does is that what Mimo actually think? Is that why he did this? Did he, did he watch Jurassic World and yeah. was like, he's so cool? Yeah. I can't imagine Mimo sounding like a foreign schoolgirl over Chris Pratt. At he's all. so cool. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how much of a say Mimo had in this. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just that. He just turns up to be like, I'm the Mario man, and then he probably yeah. doesn't yeah. make any of the decisions after that. Uh, he just signs the paper saying, yeah, you can use Mario, and then he gets his paycheck and goes, probably. I've been thinking about this, and do you think we're going to get a tie-in game for it? I mentioned this as a joke, and I don't know. I, I, it really depends on... It really depends on the 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 route the, the film goes, because I don't exactly know what it's going to do yet. If if it's gonna be set, if it's gonna be like, if it's gonna just basically be like a Mario adventure of any of the games, but just animated, then yeah, I guess we can make a game for it. But it really just depends on what the plot is, because if the plot, because I'm just trying to think of other animated films, and I don't, I, if I think back to any other animated film, like how would you make a game out of that really? Because the plot never really gives you enough to design a game around it. I'd, <laughs> so, I'd, I'd, I don't know. I'd be surprised if they don't follow the formula and Peach gets kidnapped or something like that and they yeah. don't get him from Bowser. It'll just be like it'll just be moving through the world, stuff like that. It's just, so the reason I ask so I don't want Chris Pratt voicing Mario in a video game. I don't want that. I don't want Mario to talk in a video game. It, be, it becomes the norm. And yeah. that's just Mario. Every, Miyamoto's like, damn, this guy's way better. Let's get Chris Pratt in a Can game. you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. They re-released Mario 64. And it's got Chris Pratt going, oh, <laughs> Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot that's going to happen with that film. I feel like, I honestly feel like the film's going to be great. I feel like it's gonna be a good time. It's illumination, um, and the, the thing is, if you can eat on minions as much as you want, but yeah. the, the fucking dude, they make good movies. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like I'm happy they got it as an animation studio. I feel, I feel like it is gonna be a really fun time, and I feel like people will get used to the Chris Pratt thing when it comes when it out. Happens. Yeah, uh, and when we actually hear his voice, I don't know if we'll tease it at some point, but um, when we actually hear his voice, I'm sure people will, like become accustomed to it. But yeah. Honestly, in my head, it's just I scrap off Chris Pratt, and I'm just excited for everyone else in the movie, just because I think it's very funny. And I, it may sound stupid. This is probably one of the weirdest things ever going to come out of my mouth. But Seth Rogen seems like the perfect fit for Donkey. <laughs> no, he, he and definitely I don't, is the and best. And I don't know why, but it just it just works for some reason, and I really want to see it. So yeah. I just can't imagine. I, I can imagine like Mario talking. I, I can't imagine like Donkey Kong talking like at all. 
Have you oh, seen yeah, the videos yeah, on Twitter before, with uh, yeah. thingy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like even if the film's shit, I'll always I'll always remember that direct as like just some of the funniest two minutes of my yeah. life. Watch it watching any video yeah. game watching any video game direct ever. It was it was just incredible. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it was it was crazy. I don't know. Like you say, I think once we hear Chris Pratt doing it, I'm sure we'll get used to it. Or I'm sure it'll be fine. I just yeah. Is I he, don't think it'll it, be anything it, offensive. It, well, this is it. Is he gonna be Italian American? Because no, that, he's, he's, not. Massive he's not. He's not. I think he's just. I think he's just gonna speak like Chris Pratt, but just give it a bit of a bit of juice. Give it a bit of kids movie juice. I guess. I don't. I don't think. He's gonna if he does an Italian accent, it will make it funnier. But yeah. I think he would get cancelled. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think he'd risk that. No, he, no matter how cool he is, I don't. I don't think he could risk it. So yeah. Yeah. Well, as I say, Anya Taylor Joy's Peach. Great. I think that's a that's a fucking great yeah, choice. Yeah. That, that was just a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. I really complain. Uh, so <laughs> moving on slightly. So Nintendo Switch Online is getting an expansion. Um, so we it's the they're putting Nintendo sixty four games and Mega Drive games on there, but they are charging you for it. How do we feel about this? Go on, Alex. Give us your thoughts. I think it's good that the the putting Sega Genesis and N sixty four games on, as long as it's like five pound or less more, then yeah. I'm okay with it. If it's anything more than that, then that's kind of scummy. I think. It's, yeah, we get Netflix increases every year, you know, to rise with yeah. inflation. Well, it's usually more than inflation, but it's, it's usually to rise with inflation. Like you say, if it's a little bit, then I'm not bothered about it. But if the tries to yeah. get towards like PS Plus or Xbox yeah. Live prices, then it's starting to take the piss as such. Because um, it's just if not, they want me to pay enough. more, put GameCube games on the Switch. Just put the back then, catalog. Then, we'll, then we're talking to Ted, though. Yeah, just put the fucking back catalog. We know we can run it. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't get um, drip feed those games. Yeah, for, for me personally, regardless of the amount it, that they're going to increase it by, I think it's very scummy. Uh, and before people are like, "Well, I mean, they're giving you more games, so like, why, why, why is that not worth paying more money?" Well, for starters, compared to other um, video game uh, subscription, well, video console subscription, online subscriptions, um, and Nintendo Online is just by far the worst one. They the online ecosystem and architecture is awful. It, it, it's, it's terrible. It's gotten slightly better um, with the upgrades that they made, but it's still... It's not even worth the, the £20 or whatever that we're paying a year no, for it. it's not. Um, um. The games that are already on there, great. You might say, oh, yeah, they've got the SNES catalogue on there and the NES catalogue. 90% of the SNES catalogue and the NES catalogue that's on there, no one knows what games they are. No one plays them. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> um don't act like you're getting good money and good value out of what you're paying because you're not. No. Um, so no matter the money increase for me personally, I think it's scummy. I will, I will still buy it if it's a couple quid more. Um, if it's like three quid more, like every month or whatever, like added onto it, then like fine, whatever, I'll do it. But that's just because like I'm a sucker for Nintendo stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think even with the like with the increase in price it still doesn't make any sense to me because they're still going to be drip feeding us these games at an incredibly slow rate probably yeah. like one or two yeah. every six months probably um and you can't call that a good city if you paid for netflix a tenner a month or however much it is now and they released one new thing every month you'd be pissed yeah. <laughs> you'd be outraged um 
And pretty much at this point, the reason for Nintendo Online is solely for these, um, uh, these, uh, re uh well, I can't think of the word. These game, uh, emulated games? Retro the, games. Retro games, whatever it is, yeah. yeah. Um, the sole purpose of Nintendo Online is these retro games. It's not like, like, the, the online is just like an extra feature. I don't know one really cares about that, but it's not like you can download apps on the Nintendo Online. You, can't, you haven't got a browser. Like, yet you can't do anything other than play these games. That's what you're paying for. Um, so to charge us more to then drip feed us games, I just think is a bit outrageous. Um, yeah. There's no real logic to it to me, but it's, it's because of the Nintendo that they can do it. They, they can do whatever they want. Um, the Nintendo, that's it. <laughs> they, they, they have the power. Does anyone else just miss the virtual console? Like, it was yeah. so much yeah. simpler back then. Yeah. Well, well th that's the other thing with the, the increase in the subscription. Just let me buy the game. Yeah. Just yeah. let me buy the game and download it on the console, and you'll probably make more money than you ever would off the subscription shit. Definitely, especially the prices are charging on the Wii. Definitely. Yeah. Because people yeah. want to own these games, and there's zero reason. You're they're doing it for no other reason than they want people to pay for the online. That's yeah. it. There's because we know the games can run, and it's not like the the hub where you play these games is doing anything. It's just where to select the games. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me why they're limiting it, especially on the Wii U. It still exists perfectly fine, where you can still go buy all these games and own them. Yeah. There's no weird like subscription system. You just buy the game you want, you have it forever, and I don't know, just Nintendo are weird. <laughs> they they have so much power in like the gaming community, but they don't do anything smart with the power that they have. They just yeah. like, upset people. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. I'd love to sit, I'd be a fly on the wall in their marketing department just once, you know what I mean? Just to find out yeah. what the fuck is going on. Yeah, it's they a, start... Uh, they've got... They start the, yeah, well, sorry, sorry, let's go on. I was just about to say, mm. they start talking about what to do for Nintendo Online, and then the guy comes in and he pulls out his phone and says, this is Chris Price. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah. And everyone's like, wait, what? What were we doing? Nah, just, just, just making Nintendo Online five pound more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I say, I just, I just want to buy them. I just want to buy the games. They've got, like you say, they've got so much power in their back catalogue and all these beloved games, some considered that to be the best games of all time, just let us buy them. I'm not even going to complain that I've already bought them multiple times before. I own them back there. I own, I own them on the Wii Virtual Console. I own them on the Wii U Virtual Console. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy to buy them again. Just sell them to me. Every, every Nintendo fan <laughs> bought the same game 14 different times and yeah. doesn't care bought it 14 different times. Um... I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to think how many times I own Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I'm I mean, pretty sure it's six. And that's what I mean. That they know, Nintendo know people will buy these games repeatedly if they just release them, but they seem to like really be back in this subscription-based idea. And I don't, I just don't know where it came from. Really, I don't know why. It's strange. So much like time into this, and they see this as like the, the future. Like I've, I know there's been like, uh, rumors of other companies being like the future of gaming will be like a subscription-based service where that's pretty much how you play everything yeah. and maybe that's what they're trying to lean towards but with only retro games it doesn't really feel it feels like they're tackling their own unique market rather than the uh the new market that everyone's trying to go for and it, it just seems a bit odd <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me yeah the day that happens where everything goes to sub subscription services i'll be a happy bunny like genuinely i'll be i'll be really happy about that like i, I like owning physical stuff but just knowing that like I'll, I'll pay, I'm paying the exact same amount a month, and I'll always have the newest games. Is is that's like the idea of like 
you know, a good time to me. Do you not agree? Yeah. No, I can I can agree to an extent. The thing is, I'm always going to love physical stuff. I do like the uh, simpleness of just having a subscription and uh, getting whatever games you want. I'm a big fan of it, but I'll never want physical stuff to go away. Pretty yeah. much, I always want the option to get it. Um, but yeah, like I don't know, subscriptions do seem to be the only way really to go forward with the amount of games that are coming out and how much they're costing now. Yeah. Um, like for a lot of people, that is sort of the only way they'll be able to like play games. Uh, so I, I do agree with it in a lot of in in, in a lot of different ways. But um, I don't. I never want that physical option to go away. Yeah. Uh, is there anyone else, anything anyone else wants to talk about from the direct? Actually, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna have Smash Bros. predictions because they're doing they're doing a a Smash Bros. direct. On oh, the fifth yeah, of October, I believe it is fifth yep. of October. We're going to announce yeah. the final character, and I want official predictions, please, from both right. of us. I've got mine. Go on, it's Defo II from Monkey Ball. I, yeah. I'm from Monkey Why Ball. is it on the fifth of October? That's when Monkey Ball comes out. <laughs> is it actually when Monkey Ball comes out? Shit. It's, it's when Monkey it's, Ball it's comes out. I. Fuck. It's, it's II. It's going to be II. It's such a weird. It's II. I, no. I know it's a weird character. That's why Sakurai is going to do it. How do you how do you make a character that's just a ball a fighter? What do you do? They're just a ball. Yeah, he, he comes out of the ball sometimes. That's not monkey ball though. No one's like looking for <laughs> eye outside of the ball. That's not so you play monkey ball. Yeah, what, what ability is what he have outside of the, the ball? Yeah, they tried they tried that in a PS2 or GameCube game, and it was awful. They don't want to put eye outside the ball. He stays in the ball. But... I don't know. Nah, yeah. that's my prediction. That's that's what I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be something stupid like I I. Yeah, I'd be I'd be impressed if it is. Like, I'd, 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 but I'd, I'm not convinced at all. Like, I can't, I just can't imagine how he'd control at all. Yeah, that's my issue. I just, I don't, I don't like, How would it hit people? <laughs> it is, is the ball just going to keep, like, ping-ponging back? <laughs> Things like that? Well, I don't know. I, I didn't make the game. <laughs> <laughs> you're just the idea, man. You're, just the, you're, not, you're not in charge of the technical parts. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> Lewis, uh, what uh, do you reckon? Uh, um, right, so I'm just basing this up past of Smash 4, right? Smash 4, they did the exact same thing where I think they announced... Oh, what were the last two fighters? Was it Cloud? And then... It was Cloud and Bayonetta, wasn't it? Oh, did, did they announce them at the same time? Or was it the... I don't know. I'm Wait, pretty bro. sure Bayonetta was the last fighter, though. Yeah, Smash she was. 4. Well, basically, I think they showed Cloud, which was insane, because no one ever thought that would happen. Uh, and then they were like, yeah, we've got one more announcement in like a month, Smash Direct... Uh, and it was Bayonetta, which is a huge character, a massive deal. I I also believe it has to be a massive deal because this, obviously, Smash as a series isn't. We're probably going to get another Smash at some point, but as it stands, this is truly like the final Smash character because Smash Ultimate is like the pinnacle of Smash. We've got everything, literally everything anyone could ever ask for. So one more character is being announced for this game as the final character. If they gave it to II. <laughs> people would be pissed off. I don't think they'd do something weird like that. I feel like they're going to do something that's a massive deal, like a huge deal, like in the gaming community. So off the top of my head, the only thing I can think of, I'm going to like cheat a little bit and say two, but I think it'll either be Sora from Kingdom Hearts or Master Chief. I don't think, I, I would like no. to think that it won't be Sora. Why? Because it's just another... 
anime sword that's, character. That's not stopped Nintendo uh, before. It's not, not stopped him before. <laughs> but I'd like to think that part is over now. I, I agree that, that Master Chief is one of the likely candidates. It really is. Because it's either him or Crash. Because there's Crash, such yeah. massive deals, and that, like yeah, you say, yeah. the, the last one, the one, if they bring out another, another Fire Emblem character, then honestly, people <laughs> are just going to cry. I could make the argument though, because do you remember in the last Fighter Pass when we didn't even know there was going to be a second one? The last Fighter was Byleth. <sighs> we didn't know that, that there was going to be a second uh, pass. Yeah, but they did. But Sakurai knew though. Yeah, Sakurai, Sakurai knew, knew but second pass. We didn't know. Yeah. Like he's already stated that this pass is the death is the last. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's nothing else. So I feel like it has to be something special. And it has to be like we're talking like an elite gaming character that like everyone knows. Yeah. I feel like it has to be. Maybe it won't be one of those two, but. So I think, I, I think that even takes Doom Guy out of the equation. Because he's just. he's not, I, I mean, Doom's great, and I love yeah. Doom. And a lot of people do, but I don't it's think not. he's as mm. iconic as like Master Chief mm. or Crash. Oh, yeah, definitely not. No. I, and now I know who I want. To be the final final fighter, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Waluigi for Smash, please. Fuck off! No, <laughs> no. If, if they do Waluigi for Smash, I will turn off the stream. Right. I will be so outraged. <laughs> I'll be so mad. Right. The thing is, like you, you did with the Byleth announcement. If, if, yeah, exactly. If you do a poll, if, if if they did a poll of every Nintendo fan ever, I'm sure Waluigi will be up there in like the top five. Like legitimately. Yeah, but no one actually. It's a meme, bro. It's, no it's, one actually. It's, it's not a meme for me. It's not a meme it for is. me. I promise yeah, you, I it's not. Believe of all, it, like, why do you want him? What Since... What's Waluigi ever given you other than pain in Mario Party? <laughs> That's all he's given me. That's all he's given me as well. I've right. I've always liked Waluigi. I don't know if it's just the fact that my favorite color is purple and he dresses purple. I've just always liked Waluigi. I've always I've always played with him in Mario Kart. Uh, like, but... if if it's like. If it's a, a sports game or something, I'll always pick Waluigi. I don't know why, and I'm sure a lot of people feel the same because a lot of people want him for Smash as well. I just like Waluigi. All right, well, I just want to. At least like Mario had games to make you like the character. <laughs> what what Waluigi hasn't done anything? It, well, it's exactly, exactly. It's, it's not, it's not it. been given the chance. It's not been given he... the chance. It's time for Waluigi to shine. Get him in Smash. Get him his own game. Waluigi for president. As sad as that would be. I could honestly, I could see, if, if Waluigi was announced, I could see it just because of how much of a meme it's been for, like, the entire lifespan of Smash. Like, I could see it as a potential. I just think it would be a very bad move to make that the final character we ever get in Super Smash Bros. Another Mario character that is just... And it... Mario... I mean, Mario, Waluigi, and Luigi, they're all the same character, and it like, what... What what's Waluigi gonna bring to the table? Tennis. Nothing. Gonna no. bring tennis. Like exactly. Is it, it, it was put in other M. I believe it's got other M. No, it's not called other M. It's got Project M. Maybe the um the Smash Bros. where they other put M. loads of characters in. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it looks like it's fun. It looks like it's fun. Like he's got tennis balls. He's got Mario Party dice. What he could just basically bring things from all the Mario sports games that he's been in and use those. Okay. I'll Hitting like... people with the. Dice block from Mario Party. Let, yeah, let's, sure change the, let's change the Give question me a one ten. more time. Out of everyone we haven't said, and it has to be an iconic gaming character, one one guess each. Someone we haven't said, it has to be like an iconic gaming character though. Go on, who? Someone we've not said already. Someone we've not said. So no Chief, no Crash, uh, and got, no... I'm going to look behind me at my game show. Because <laughs> I think... Like, and it could be as out there as possible. It can be proper stupid. It's not going to happen, whether it's licensed or whatever. Just a popular gaming character... 
that is iconic and could be in it, but just isn't going to happen. I'd like, I'm going to say... I'd like Shovel Knight to be in it. That would slap, to be fair. I, just don't, I, think, I don't think it... He's already in Sistro. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, don't think he's I, don't like... I hate that rule. I hate it. That's why Waluigi can't be in it. Now, if I wanted someone sick, like, just proper out there, I'd say, like, I'd say, like, Kratos. Uh, it was giving mm, sick. I think that's one of the least likely things to happen. Yeah, exa yeah, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. what I mean, though. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't do it a likely guess. Oh right, we're, we're going off what we really want. Yeah, yeah, just oh. an outrageous one. Well, are we? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> an, an actual outrageous one. Um, well, I'll tell you what. If I, I had to pick something like that, then um, a big daddy. A big daddy. Oh, that would be sick. That'd be yeah. really cool. Uh, but I think he's already been in a fighting game like that. PlayStation yeah. All Stars Battle Royale. Yeah, which so, was so, sick, so by the way. So, I love so that game. I, I don't like that game. I loved it. I fucking it is, loved it. It's not a very balanced game at all. It's oh, no. very, uh, no. It's very messy. But it's fun to play. As a party game, like everyone's playing on the same couch. Oh, it's yeah, for sure. You don't, you, don't play, you don't play it for seriousness. Right, go on. Like, an outrageous, I guess. That isn't I.I. That was already outrageous enough. But, uh, <laughs> well, it's not really outrageous. It's just another rare uh, character. Probably Conker. I reckon that Conker. would be a good one. Yeah. I think, like, I don't... Yeah, honestly, I could see that happen. I don't think that would be that, like, ridiculous to see, honestly. I feel like I could envision Conker and Smash. It's just the, yeah. fact, that he, it's the fact they haven't been in anything in a long time. Yeah, not that... Yeah, no, and, yeah, I've been having a banjo, he, and he, he's so, he still came back. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Banjo on the Switch again. Yeah. Madness. Oh yeah, the final news. Yeah, Banjo's on the Switch. Yeah. Is that does that mean new Banjo confirmed? Question mark. Probably not. <laughs> Probably There's not been not. anything since Nuts and Bolts, right? There's not been anything. Nope. No, because no. Microsoft literally are keeping the IP hostage because they don't want yep. Nintendo to have it. Right. So we, we're we're going to discuss one last thing. We're going to move on. We're going to discuss one Go last on. thing. Um, Go on. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Are, are we are anyone hyped for this at all? I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's, like... it's going to be really easy, but it's going to be fun. Yeah. That's the problem with Kirby games. They're too easy. It looks like it's taken a bit of a leaf from Odyssey's book in the the way that like, the open worlds are designed and things. I don't know if it's going to play like Odyssey. It, it's, it's... If you think about it, Odyssey, like the Mario in Odyssey and Kirby are very similar because they both like use the abilities of enemies. Mm. So it could, true. Yeah, so it could be like Although, that kind of exploration. In the trailer, did we see once Kirby absorbing anyone? I don't know if we yeah. did. We saw him yeah, we with did. the sword. We saw him with the sword. So we oh, right, okay. I was and and the needle as well, because I made the joke about Katamari. Yes, oh, yes, you did. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, so I think it looks really good. It looks very Last of Us, though. It's, uh, it's like a... Yeah, very weird. It is. Yeah, because yeah, everyone seems to think that it was Splatoon 3 at the start. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm still confident it's Splatoon 3, honestly. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that it isn't. Yeah, it's just, Kirby just pops into some post-apocalyptic wasteland. It's it's strange. It's, it's, it's yeah. really strange. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. So I'm definitely going to get it because it's Nintendo and obviously... Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely am interested. I think I'm going to pick it up... Um, one to satisfy like my Mario 3D platformer itch because mm. they're clearly not going to give us a Mario no. game anytime soon. So no, it'll be nice to have something. But also, this is the first Kirby game that's like, as Alex said, it is going to be proper easy, uh, and that's what's put me off every other Kirby game. But um, the 3D open world aspect to it and the platforming aspect is definitely going to add a lot to me, a lot to it for me, uh, even if it is on the easier side. Because I just can't vibe with the 2D Kirby stuff. It's it's literally made for like three year olds. I can't, <laughs> I can't enjoy it. There's nothing about that game that I can I can enjoy. 
I've, I can't say I've played all of them, but I've played a handful of them, and um, I'm playing Robobot, uh, Planet Robobot now. Planet Robobot, yeah. That, and that, I think yeah. That, that's probably the best one that I've played. Like, I told you. Yeah, it's really good. Like Even like Star Allies that came out on the Switch, like that was shy compared to Planet Robobot. I, I begged Alex and Niall not to buy that game, and then <laughs> Niall went out of his way to go to a game shop because it didn't come from Amazon that day and buy it. And then like two weeks later, he didn't even finish it. And no. I was like, did you like it? And he was like, no. No, it's crap. It, 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 like, <laughs> Star Allies was rubbish. It really was. Um, yeah. But yeah, Planet Robot is great. Uh, I like the, the Canvas Curse games. They were, they were pretty fun as well. But yeah, I played that, them as well. Yeah, other than that, I'm, not, I'm just hoping this this like leads more into like the you know the robot yeah. kind of like scale of things rather than. I mean, if they can do either. like a renaissance of like Kirby, that'd yeah. be cool. Because obviously they make yeah. Kirby games, but I feel like he isn't popular as he like he isn't like in the mainstream like he used to be back in like the SNES like N64. I feel like they could bring him back with us if the game is good enough and make him like a mainstay. Uh, and people are like actually get super hyped for Kirby, but it really depends. Well, this is the second game on the Switch already. Like that, that just shows that like Sakurai really wants uh, Kirby. I mean, do you think Sakurai's ever going to try and revive Kid Icarus, or do you think he's given up on? No, <laughs> Kid Icarus has two games: yeah, one in the eighties and one in twenty ten on the three uh, DS. He seems to love that series of so much, but yeah. he just can't. He tried, yeah, but that, that, that game ruined my wrist. It really did. <laughs> I never even played it. I've still got a pack of uh, unopened cards. Like you got like cards with the game. I've still got a pack of unopened cards upstairs somewhere. Never gonna open them. Right. Yeah, I feel bad because that seems to be like his baby, but <laughs> no one likes it. So. No. no. But anyway, I think we should uh, we should call it there. We've got yeah. a good amount of time here. Um, I did have another topic, but I'll save that until next time. Uh, so we'll uh, we're going to be doing a we'll be doing another news and discussion kind of podcast that'll be on or before the fifteenth of October, and yeah. then our video game book club game next month will be Metroid Dread. So what what date is that coming out? Is it the sixth? The fifth or the sixth? Eight. Yeah. Oh well, that'll be going live on Halloween. So look forward to that. Hopefully, it is quite. I'm, I'm hoping it's a spooky game. To be honest with you, otherwise, why did we pick it for this month? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so if you enjoy the podcast, just you know, like, subscribe, whatever you do on whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, we're also now on TikTok at Crab Studios. We put uh, highlights from the from the podcast as well as like whatever else we're doing. Like for example, we're watching Nintendo Direct live. We've got highlights from that on there. And also feel free to follow our Discord. Link to that will be in the description. Yeah, so that, that, that's it for this episode of Play Talk Repeat. Bye. Farewell. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.